It's time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is on 103.9 FM WXAN. It's presented by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries located at 420 South Street in Murfreesboro. Their worship services are Sunday morning at 11.30 a.m. and they welcome you. Time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is. Because of who Faith without works is what is dead. So faith begins as a force. Faith is a force and it begins to move that problem. And while this faith is moving that problem, your mind stay put until it manifests in this here physical realm. Okay? So I'm going to get back to this, but I'm going to get you to the foundation of how you're going to get healed and stay healed. Okay? Now he's saying, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, what, whatever you desire, what is it that you desire? First of all, you got to get a desire. What are you desiring? Whatsoever thing you desire. When you pray. Right there. When you what? When you pray. When you pray. Listen. Believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. When are you going to receive it? Now, if he said believe when you pray. Why do we go over and 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 over for years with that same prayer? That's because you haven't believed that you receive. Okay? You've got to, when you pray, and see, when you pray, you got to separate feelings, for we walk by faith and not by sight. So when you pray, you don't walk by what you feel. Now, when you're walking by what you feel, you're going to go back, back in there with that same prayer again. Because you don't feel like he hurt you. You don't feel like I'm here. So what it does, it keeps you running. So I got to teach you how to separate all feeling. We don't walk by feeling. We walk by faith. So when you go in there, your faith got to know that he hears you. When Jesus went to the tomb of Lazarus, he said, he said, uh, uh, Father, I thank you that you hear me always. God hears you always, always. He hears his children. Now, sometimes Isaiah say sin can separate us. Sometimes your sin can separate you from God. Okay. So if you got some sin plugging up the sink, then move that sin out of the way, repent of it. And he always hears us. And so when you go in your prayer room, you got to go knowing that he always hears us when we pray. Okay. So we got that. And if he always hear me when I pray, that means when I go in there and I give that thing to God, I receive and I believe that I got it. Okay. Now, if I believe that I got it, what do I, what would I do? I would give him the praise. I would give him the glory. I would thank him. Why? Because I got it. Okay. So he said, believe that you receive and you shall have them. Now that's Mark 11. Now for this to work, for this to work, this is the foundation. If you want Mark 11, 22 and 23 and uh, 24 to work for you, then here's the key. And when you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any, don't let unforgiveness block your blessing. In Jesus' name, let it go. Whatever this is a new year and a good beginning for many of us. Whatever you holding against people, whatever folks have done. Now listen, you can forgive people and cut them off. Get, cut it at the root. Don't worry about it. You know, wish them the best. Don't play tick for tack. Forgive when you stand praying. If you have ought against any, 
that your father also which is in heaven may forgive you. So if you don't forgive, he's saying he can't forgive you. So you don't want to run around here with unforgiveness. Now let me say this. Everything we deal and do with God is an act of faith. Stop running around here wanting quick fixes. That's what's messing up everybody. They want quick fixes. Before you feel what you would like to feel when you forgive a person, it is you must present the will to forgive. You see, many times, it's some bitter things that you, you can't forgive. You won't be able to forgive. Let's come on. We're dealing with petty stuff. But just think about mothers that lost children at the hands of somebody. Just think about all of this stuff. Think about that. What we holding is petty stuff. What somebody said or what somebody uh, did. But think about when you really have to forgive the man that destroyed your life or the woman that destroyed your life. Think about that. Okay? That's not an easy thing to do. So what I'm saying, what God is saying, any time we dealing with God is always an act of faith. Are you hearing me? So when you are forgiven, I mean, I, I, God is taking me here and I know I've said it before and I have said how he's leading me. When my husband and I, we were young and, and starting off, and what happened, you know, as I so often say, you know, if you get somebody in Murfreesboro, you, I'm going to tell you, that's anywhere nowadays, but anyway, he ended up leaving me, and I was just coming into the Lord and all of this. Now, this is what I had to do. With this, with this other woman and many of them he was messing with. Okay? And I knew God said I had to forgive. And it was painful. It was, it was one of the hardest things that I had to do. Now, the key here, when I got saved, do I treat him the way he should be treated? Should I be nasty and, and do all kind of stuff to him and you know how we think. But let me tell you something. I love God so much. I chose to forgive. Through all the pain, the hurt, the wound, the disappointment, the, the letdown, the things that he didn't do for me. All of that, in spite of that, I chose to forgive. I had all the opportunity in the world to be angry. Be mad, beat him up, do whatever I needed to do. So guess what? Whenever he came around, they came around, I chose to be nice. It wasn't killing me, tearing me up, but I began to act on what God told me to do. And before I knew it, I was totally set free. So what I'm saying, present the will. When you present the will, now you're in trouble if you're that hellish that you don't, won't even present the will. Then I don't know what to tell you. Because if you can't do it, 
All you have to do is say, Lord, I choose to forgive and present the will. And when you present the will, you do what you can do and God would do what you can't do. When I presented the will, I did what I could do. And what was that? Be nice and, and speak and be kind. And then before I knew it, God did the healing and I'm, I was totally set free and still set free. So what I'm saying, quit looking for a feeling. On this journey, feeling will come later on. But you got to present the will and God will do the rest. Are you hearing me? Present the will. That don't mean seeing somebody and snatching your head and being nasty. Uh-uh. Present the will. Don't worry about them. You setting yourself free. See, forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. Because if you hold unforgiveness and bitterness, you're harboring misery in your soul. And you got to be free all the way around. You got to be free. And when I call all upon his name, I have no doubt that he's not, he's going to answer. Okay. So now we understand releasing and letting go yesterday's bitterness and yesterday's misery. Okay. Now I'm going to take you over here to Matthew. Now listen here. And you know what? A long time ago, God told me I don't get in debates. I preach what I know the words say. I don't go outside of my arena. I have a little scope God has taught me. And when God teaches and, and, and backs up your life with the word of God, you know that you know that you know. So I don't get in debate with people. I don't, I don't argue with people. And even now, you come on my Facebook talking crazy, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to block you and keep on pushing. I don't have time for it. Okay? Now listen. Understand that it is God's will to heal you. It is his will. Now, how do you know it is his will? We, the only way we know God is through this word. This word. This is it. All right? You don't know no, nothing else about God. Ain't nothing else. I don't trust nothing nobody say by God if it's not in this word. I take it with a grain of sand. But if the word is in there. So God is his word and his word is his will. And what did Jesus say? Jesus said, I come to do my father's will. Now you got people that would stand 10 toes down and I respect them. And they say, God don't heal anymore. Okay, I respect that. That's you. And why? And I believe, this is me, I believe that by his stripes I'm healed. Why? Because he's healed me. He's delivered me. He's set me free many times over. So that's my faith. Okay? Your faith may say, he don't heal anymore. That's your faith. Okay? And I respect every man's faith. What did he say? According to your faith. So that person is not wrong if he don't believe God healed. It's according to his faith. God told me that a long time ago. Respect everybody in their faith. But for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And I believe that Jesus came to do the will of his father. Now listen what he says. Over in the book of Matthews. Uh. Eight, and this is the 15th. Now listen. And he touched her hand and the fever left. And she arose and ministered unto him, unto them. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that was possessed with devils. Listen. And he cast out the spirits with his word. Now listen. And he healed all that was sick. Don't you know that Jesus came to do his father's will? And he's still doing his father's will. Now listen. He healed all that were sick. He didn't heal a few. 
He did. He, he healed all that came to him. Okay? Now listen. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself, took our infirmities and bare our sickness. He did what? He took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Now that shows you right there. It was Jesus came to do his father's will. If you believe in God for running, driving out any sickness in your body, settle, settle it forever and now that it is his will to heal you. Don't you allow the devil to bring you any negative thought. It is his will. We got that clear. Now you got to understand that we deal in uh, three different planes. You're dealing with the spiritual plane. You're dealing with the mental plane. And you're dealing with the physical plane. These are the three planes that you as one person will live in. Okay? You're dealing with the physical plane. You're dealing with the mental plane and the spiritual plane. Now, when you believe in God for healing, it comes out of the spiritual plane. This is the spirit. This is the spirit right here. And you believe in God for the spirit. Okay. It comes out of the spirit because he that worship God must worship him in spirit and truth. And everything that we need has already been given to us and defeated where? In the spirit. In the spirit. You got to understand that everything you need has been delivered to you in the spirit. So we got God, which is the spirit right here. Okay. Now with that, you got to get it from the spirit, from God to your human recreated spirit right there is where everything you need. You need healing is right there. You need deliverance is right there. So now you get it out of the spirit world and it must come into the mental world. That mental world is where a man thinketh. This is why he say whatever you think, whatever you think where in your heart is going to come and it got to come through the mental world before you see it out here in the physical world. And see, most of us want it from the mental world, straight out of the mental world. We don't want to fight for it. We just want it straight out of the mental world, right here from the mental world to the physical world. We don't want to deal with this world right here because this world right here is where all the hell is. This world right here is where you have to enforce what God has done. God has given it to you. When you pray, you believe that you receive. So God gives that to that mental world. When it gets to that mental world, it must enforce it in order for it to show up in the physical world. Are you hearing me? All right. So we understand that. All right. I'll pick it up later because I lost my thought. But it's the, it's the spirit, it's the soul, and it's the, the body. We got to get it from the spirit world. We want it in the body. But when it comes from the spirit world, it must go through this mental plane. And this is why the mental mind must be transformed with the word of God. It got to be transformed. Because if God sent it to you and it gets to that mental world and it don't have the word of God in there, it doesn't know by his stripes you're healed. And it's talking all kind of foolishness. See, you're going to either be talking with Satan with the negativity are you going to talk with God and most of us are talking with Satan hallelujah and so then we wonder why it's not showing up out here but when you get it from God it comes to that mental world and it got to come to a transformed mind when it get to that transformed mind by his stripes I'm healed God is saying by his stripes you are healed the mental mind is saying by his stripes you are healed and these two become one when the spirit and the mental mind get together then the physical world where we want to see it it will show up 
All right. And you got to understand in this day and age, man do not want you healed. Hallelujah. When I say the, the scientists and the doctor and the pharmaceutical world, they do not want you healed. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. What they want to do is manage it. And I was thinking today as God was giving, I said, well, what really, what disease have man cured? Let me see. Can I go and see? And, and man haven't cured very many diseases. He has eradicated polio and eradicated smallpox and bubonic plague. But really bringing a care? Let's think about that for a minute. He does not want you here. You know why he does not want you healed? He because it's a money making. Hallelujah. He's not trying to heal you from cancer because if they can put a man on the moon and they can uh, make cars that can drive by themselves, listen to me. They don't want you healed. They want you to be managed because if you are healed, it's going to hurt their profit. So guess what? They come 50-50 with you. We'll manage it and keep them under and, and, and keep them happy just by managing, okay? God don't want you managed. He wants you healed. And this is where I'm taking you. I'm taking you to how to get your healing. I already told you, you have to forgive. You have to let unforgiveness go. You can't just fully practice sin 100. You know, you full steam in, in sin. You can't do that. You got to repent. You got to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sin. And then you go on and be filled with the Holy Ghost because it's the Holy Ghost in you that does the fighting. Now let me show you something. Hallelujah. Let's go over. Um, okay. Somebody help me with the time because I promise I'm not going to keep y'all a lot, a long time. My clock, I don't know if it's right or whatever. Kind of slow here, but let me tell you something. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a crash course and then we'll pick it up next week. Okay. Now listen, this is what God said. We already read where he took our sin. He took our sickness. We already read that everyone that came to him, he healed. Now listen what he says over here. He says, this is St. James, the fifth chapter 13. Is any among you afflicted? He say, let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Listen. Let him call for the elders of the church. All right. Now the burden ain't on him. It's on the elders of the church. And this is why we got to get it right. Now listen. He say, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. Okay. Now listen. And what the prayer, who doing the prayer? The elders of the church is doing the prayer. And the prayer of faith shall do what? Shall save the sick. Shall save the sick. That's why when you learn the principle of God, you quit running around here letting folks lay hands on you. And they praying in doubt, praying in unbelief, praying demons they carrying right into you. Come on now. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Listen, what's going to save the sick? The prayer of faith. And who's going to pray the prayer of faith? The elders of the church. And who shall raise him up? And the Lord shall raise him up. Listen. And if he have committed sin, they shall be forgiven him. Let me tell you something. I've often teach. Because this is how God 
brought me through. He didn't, he didn't heal me. And that's my life was, was different because of, of the calling on my life. But I had to repent of that sin. Of, the, of my sin. And the minute that I did, God released his healing power. But let me tell you something. You can be in sin and get healed. You can. But in order to keep that healing, you're going to have to get out of the sin. You can't get the healing and expect to keep on sinning. So you don't have to be saved to get healed. But you're going to have to repent to keep it. Let me throw that in there. Okay. So we understand that the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Now we're going to go over here and we're going to see... Uh, over here in Isaiah, and I'll wrap it up here in Isaiah. Now listen, and listen well to what I'm telling you over in the, I'm sorry, in the second book of Kings, okay? And, and see, the teaching that I'm, I'm teaching you, it, it won't stir your mind. It won't make you want to dance and run and do all that foot fancy footstep. You have to be in the midst of going through something. You have to be, really be uh, uh, a hunger for God. In order to hear the word, because nowadays we go to church for a thrill. If you don't go to church and get a thrill, you really don't think you've had church. But when you come to love the word and you put the word above everything, you have arrived to victory. Now, listen, I'm talking, taking you to Hezekiah and uh, I'm going to read a little bit in Hezekiah and I'm going to share something with you when it comes to your healing. Okay. But let me say this, when we are believing God for healing, okay, now listen and listen well and, and listen with your spiritual ears, okay? When you're believing God for healing, unless God bypass all the natural laws to heal you, you will have to fight the good fight of faith. I'm going to say that again. If you believe in God for healing, unless God bypass all the natural laws, you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith. And this is why most of us keep running back in there because we want God to do something quick, fast, and in a hurry. But 99% of the time, you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith. Now, if God does bypass the laws of nature and he heals you, you can consider that a miracle. Now, if he bypassed the laws of nature and he heals you, consider that a miracle. You do not need faith. That means God took up on his own volition to move upon your situation and move that cancer out of your life. You didn't have to go through no treatment. You didn't have to do none of that kind of stuff because God took up on his own volition to move it out of your life. Now, that would be called a miracle. But 99% of the time, God works in laws with the laws of nature. Okay. Now, what is a miracle? A miracle is when God's supernatural power intervenes into your situation and the laws of nature are suspended. When, when Joshua was fighting the children, uh, uh, the walls of Jericho, he, he cried unto the Lord, and the sun stood still. That's an outright miracle, okay? The sun stood still. When Moses was preparing to cross the Red Sea, and the, and the ocean, the sea stood up, 
That was an outright miracle. Hallelujah. And this is what most of us want. We want something quick, fast, and in a hurry, and we don't want to fight the good fight of faith. And even if God did do a miracle, you would have to fight the good fight of faith to maintain it because Satan is coming back to test you. He's coming back to try to try you. Okay, just like a bird, when a bird is in his cage, in his shell, when that bird is in his shell, that bird has to crack that shell from the inside. He, if anyone crack that shell from the outside, you're going to destroy that bird. But you have to struggle. That bird have to struggle. That eagle have to struggle with all his might to crack that shell from the inside. And when you are believing God for healing, your healing must come from the inside First, it will come from the within, that inside, before it manifests on the outside. Because why is it coming from the inside? Because as a man thinketh, why? In his heart. That's where it's at. It's what you think. All right. So we understand a miracle is something that God decides he's going to come into your life. You don't need faith to get it, but you'll need faith to keep it. Okay, but a healing, now listen, a healing, a healing, let's go back to elementary, a healing, when you see that word I-N-G, it is something in action, now we're talking about healing, 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 okay, when you pray the prayer of faith, and you believe that prayer of faith right there, you believe it, you believe it within your heart. You believe it within your heart. You know, back in elementary, what was healing? The teacher said, when you see that word with the I-N-G, what is it? It's something in action. A verb is a word that what speaks action. So when that I-N-G is on there, it can be a verb, and that verb is in action. So guess what? When you believe, when you pray the first time and God hears you, guess what? That healing is in the process, but you can't see it with the natural eye, but it's in action. That means it's, it's, it's working to manifest itself. Now, what is a process? A process is a, is a series of action or steps taken in order to achieve a certain end or achieve a certain result. So healing is a process. You got to understand the difference between a miracle, which is suddenly, and you don't need faith, but God just come in and bam, there it is. But a healing is a process. So when you pray the prayer of faith, then you have to stand on the word of God while that healing is in action. Healing is taking that process to bring you into, uh, 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 to bring it into manifestation. Okay? All right. You've been listening to Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is, brought to you by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries in Murfreesboro. They're located at 420 South Street, and you can join them for their Sunday morning worship services at 1130 a.m. Tune in again next time for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is.